Hello and welcome back. This is uh, another episode of Entertainment Talk TV. It is where myself and Robert discuss the TV we've been watching. We pick out any news that we feel is uh, cool or um, any news that we want to talk about. But we don't pick out news that much. Um, but yes, I'm your host as always, Matthew. Joining me today is Robert. How's, how's it going today? It's going good. It's a very chilly day. We're getting a real... It is. It's a bit of... cold over here today as well. Yeah. Well, the high today is supposed to be... Uh, 14 Fahrenheit. Okay. Which is not good at all. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bit, a bit cold over here today as well. So that's uh, strange. Um, but how's things going? Everything alright? Uh, it's going good. You know, we got the holidays coming up. Got a lot of balls in the air as it is. You know, juggling this, that, and the other. But uh, working yeah. it out, you know, as always. Cool. Nice. Um, so I mentioned yesterday on our Walking Dead podcast, which... You can either listen to the rest of this podcast, or you can go and listen to that one, because that one's already up. Whichever order you choose to do so is up to you, um, which is for the mid-season finale. Um, but yes, we've got this podcast, which is our TV awards. So we're basically going to pick out our top, I would say top 10 or top 5, but I awkwardly picked 9, so I guess it's my top 9. Um, shows of the year, basically, it doesn't have to be... A top 10 best or top 10 favorite, just top 10 shows that we gen- generally kind of enjoyed. Um, so we're going to go through those. And then tomorrow is going to be our uh, podcast for uh, the crossover episodes of the DC shows, which was uh, pretty cool, pretty interesting. Um, but we're doing that tomorrow because I haven't seen Legends yet. And then uh, next week is going to be the last podcast of the year. We'll be back in the new year, uh, which will be our our reviews for the uh, mid-season finales for the CW shows. Um, I also just wanted to plug something that I barely plug on Entertainment Talk. I'm not sure exactly why or... Um, I just haven't really gotten around to speaking about it. But uh, we're also on Patreon. In case you don't look at the episode descriptions or you just click on play, because maybe some people would like to do that. Because um, I, don't, I don't put, like initial notes or thoughts in, in our descriptions, so you just put like who was on the episodes and like where our Twitter is and stuff. Uh, so if you if you head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, you can, uh, if you like what we're doing here, you can support us for as little as a dollar a month. It's entirely up to you if you want to do more, but you can't do less, so that's the way that, that works. Um, there's also various different rewards over there that you can redeem, um, and they're, they're fairly cheap, they're around £10 each. Um, you can get us to do a review of a game, um, a review of a new game, uh, a review of three episodes from one show. So obviously if you want me to review season one of Supernatural, I can't really do the whole thing because it's so many episodes. So you have to pick out three. Uh, you can get us to do a review of um, either a singular comic issue or a volume of comics or a compendium. That sort of thing. You, you get just of the idea of what, of what I'm saying. Uh, so if you... We're not maybe aware that we have that option. You can go over to that website and you can redeem reward if you're interested in our, in our thoughts on something. Um, if you want it to just be a written review from myself or from maybe Robert or from anybody else on here, you can ask us to do that. If you want it to, to be a podcast and you want Robert to get involved, we'll uh, arrange a schedule. If you want it to just be me, it's, it's entirely up to you. So you can go over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. And uh, go and check out what you what you want to choose to do. Um, so, so that's that's the plug for that. Um, 
So yeah, without any other plugs, would you like to go first with your with your top ten, or should you? No, go ahead. Say? Okay, I'll go first with my my top nine because I'm being awkward. Um, the way that I I just want to talk about the way that I structured this, which was instead of going from ten to one. I thought, what's the best thing I enjoyed? Then what's the second best thing I enjoyed? Then the third, then the fourth. So it was kind of structured that way. Um, but I'm going to read, obviously, the opposite way because I don't want to reveal my number one before my number nine. It doesn't work that way. Uh, so my number nine um, is Orange is the New Black, which um, season four aired this year. Well, it all aired kind of at the same time because it's all Netflix. Um... It was a good season for the show. It had some pretty dark turns. It's turned into more of a dramedy at this point, which is uh, like a comedy and a drama. Um, I also believe it was nominated for something in that category, so it's been kind of established that that's what the show is. Uh, yeah, it took a dark turn. It was still pretty entertaining and pretty just a pretty good show still. Um, I don't know if it was as good as its previous seasons necessarily, but it was still... Something I I really love still, and something I, I'm looking forward to being around for the future, because I believe it's been renewed for seasons 5, 6, and 7, or something like that. It's been renewed for a lot of shows in advance, uh, for a lot of seasons in advance. Um, have you seen it? I have not, and that's one of those things that I couldn't give you a really compelling reason as to why I haven't seen it, but for okay, whatever reason, yeah. it kind of falls into the category of Breaking Bad, one of those things that I haven't seen a single episode of Breaking Bad either, just because <laughs> it's talked about so much and hyped so much. I just don't know if it could live up to the hype that surrounds it. I, I don't want to go off too, too much talking about Breaking Bad, but that show exceeded my expectations maybe in every way, because... I don't know, I kept seeing it pop up. I think I've said about this before, but I kept seeing it pop up in my Netflix, and I was like... The show's just being talked about a lot, so I'm going to check out at least the pilot, and then I decided I had to watch the rest, but um, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, I'm sure at some point I will watch it, it's yes. just, it's not right now. Okay. Um, so yeah, that that's my number nine, I thoroughly enjoyed it this year. Uh, number eight is a show that is popular, but not necessarily liked as much as, as I see on the internet. I see a lot of people... Saying this show's gone on too long, and that sort of thing, uh, which is The Big Bang Theory, a show that it is one of my favourite comedies. I don't know if it's my favourite comedy or the best comedy, I don't know necessarily, because you've got things like The Office, which I think is pretty high calibre. Um, but it's a show that still keeps giving me laughs, which, as long as it's doing that and impressing me as a viewer, then I have, you know, a reason to watch it. If it's no longer doing what I want it to, then obviously I, I will not watch the show, which it's hard to, I hear people talk about how hard it is to drop shows, and sometimes, and I've heard people talk about this year with The Walking Dead, how they've like felt like they've, they've had their, their taste of it, and they've found it hard to drop, because you know, once you get into five, six, seven, eight seasons of something, it's, um, you feel like you've invested a lot of time and stuff, so I can, I can understand that, but for me personally, it's still giving me a lot. I still like the characters a lot, um, and they are moving things forward in the show. I don't want to spoil anything in particular that they're doing, but they have moved things forward in the last couple of seasons in an appropriate and a reasonable way, um, and in a surprising way as well. I've been surprised at some of the things they've chosen to do. Um, so yeah, I still love the show a lot. Have you seen it? 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I was on for the Big Bang Theory really early. I haven't watched it lately because I do fall into that category of, I mean, it's okay, and I still get some laughs. I just think it really hasn't interested me. I mean, they haven't really done a story arc, at least that I've seen, that has been, wow. I mean, that's cool. I mean, the first couple seasons were really interesting, just first for the premise, and second, it's, uh, you know, being an old school nerd, it's nice to see a nerd show where they're not completely moronic. Yeah, I like the way it's relatable in that way, is like, they talk about these geek culture type things in the show, you know, they reference like Walking Dead and Game of Thrones and a lot of Star Trek references and stuff like that, which I can't relate to as much because I haven't seen much Star Trek stuff, but I I still find it enjoyable. But outside of the uh, one character, none of them were just like, you know, mouth-breathing basement dwellers. They were all fairly smart people, and for the most part, they all had, uh, you know, their own lives. They just happened to be nerdy at the same time. And so that Mm. much, you know, this is how I really got into the show, but like I said, I mean, the whole Bernadette pregnancy thing kind of makes sense in a way. Mm. I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, it, it fits in terms of yeah, I could see that happening, but there wasn't really anything that just shocked me and said, wow, that's awesome. Uh, I agree in the same way if they haven't done anything that's been like, oh my god, this is happening. But a lot of, like, this is cool, they're moving stuff forward in in a good way. Uh, but nothing like, you know, somebody died or anything like that. Um, apart from, you know, one particular character last season. Um, but yeah, that's my number eight. Number seven on my list is a show that I've seen given praise, but not necessarily a lot of people, I don't feel like a lot of people know about this show, and it's called Love, it's on Netflix, and it's not uh, if you're thinking like this is some kind of rom-com and what's what's Matt doing it's a bit of a teenage sitcom rom-com, kind it's not really sitcom, more of a rom-com that's got some, some pretty heavy drama sometimes um, but the way that they the way that they cleverly built up momentum towards the end of the first season and is getting a second season, uh, thankfully, because I, I really enjoyed the show. Um, and I just kept see- it was another one of the things I kept seeing it, it pop up on Netflix. Um, and like, I don't know if it was in suggestions or not, but I kept seeing it pop up and I kept uh, I heard a pop- couple of people talk about it. And um, yeah, it just really surprised me. It, it was really, really good. Um, have you seen it? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Okay, uh, that's interesting. It's kind of links back to uh, what I was talking about. Um, yeah, but you go into anything that says teenage drama, and I'm immediately lights out. I okay, could not enough. care less. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that's my number seven. Um, number six, a pretty pretty popular show, I would say, uh, Game of Thrones. Number six, um, which you may think is a little low down on the list, but. Uh, just the way things are when you're making unless some things get bumped down further than further than what you expect. Uh, had a really strong sixth season that aired uh, aired this year and isn't going to be back till I think like May or June next year because they're doing actual like winter episodes and stuff. Um, I don't feel like I need to explain why Game of Thrones is good because it has several million people watching it and it's the most pirated show I think of all time from my from what I remember hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it had a it had a strange and odd and weirdly paced fifth season, uh, and then they decided they had to, had to go out past the books and stuff. 
with certain storylines I heard, because I'm not familiar with the books uh, myself, but um, I heard that in some storylines I had to go further with the books, uh, further than the books, but other storylines they, they were like still catching up to it, I'm not sure exactly what that means, but uh, yeah, just had an incredibly strong sixth season and had some really cool character moments and is building toward, towards its endgame really nicely. Um, what did you think of season six? Well, I don't have HBO, so I haven't watched season six. I do okay. digitally own seasons one through five. Um, I like the production value of it. I like that they clearly are not half-assing or taking any shortcuts on anything. Definitely, yeah. I can't really say I'm into into it. I mean, I don't hate it. It's just the fifth season was just so slow and so kind of uh, non-interesting for me that I haven't been inspired yet to either try HBO Go for a free month and watch it and binge it, or just even buy the episodes digitally. Now, if it do, if the season does hit, like, iTunes on a sale for, like, you know, 10, 15 bucks, I'll probably buy it. Yeah. Um, just because I think it is worth that, at least. Yeah. Um, but I couldn't even comment on season six. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, it's working towards its endgame pretty nicely, too. Um... So yeah, that, that's my number six. My number five is going to be uh, Black Mirror, which is, had its third season this year. It was in a bit of a... I don't think it was in any trouble or anything, but it had to. It moved from Channel 4 to uh, to Netflix, um, which I assume is Netflix globally now. Um, do you know what channel it was on before in the, in the US? Because it was on and, uh, Channel 4 over here beforehand. Until it popped up in my Netflix feed, I'd never even heard of the show. Okay. It may have been on like... I don't know, it sounds like something that could be on, like, BBC America or something, but, uh, I, I, I don't know. But a show that you can, you can just kind of jump into literally any episode, because they're their own, their own separate stories. Um, but, yeah, some of the episodes really surprised me. There was a, one or two, maybe, episodes that weren't as good as the rest of the season, but, um, specific, I won't spoil anything, obviously, but specifically the third episode of the season is really something that like will surprise you and you won't see where it's going uh but yeah a really great show and you you should uh you should check it out it's i think it had had two seasons i think of six episodes each and then they had a christmas special which uh i think was just like on its own or maybe that counts as an episode for the second season um and then they had its third season but it's i think it's all on netflix i haven't seen the christmas special listed on netflix but uh that should be around somewhere. Um, and then, yeah, you just didn't hear the show, about the show for a while, and then I had Netflix were picking it up, and then I kind of knew it was in good hands. So, uh, uh, did, did you say you checked it out before? No, I'd, I'd never heard of it before. It's on my list of things that I'll probably binge and watch, or at least catch a few episodes during the uh, um, the break for the, mm. for the normal uh, broadcast TV. Because yeah. uh, over here in the States, CW doesn't come back until practically February. So that'll give me a good four weeks of watching stuff that wow. everybody says I should watch. Mm. Yeah, I've got some things to uh, catch up on as well. Uh, but yeah, Black Mirror is my, my number five. Excellent, excellent show. Uh, number four is the show that's linked to another show we've talked about. Uh, Better Call Saul. I don't know if you've seen any of it at all. But um, the second season did have the consistency feel to Breaking Bad because um, I do feel like Breaking Bad is the most consist consistently good show that I've seen because I have spoken before and 
I said that I think it's the best show that's that's been made. Um, yeah, have you have you seen Better Call Saul? Uh, no, I have seen the commercials for it. I understand. I think it's what like a prequel kind of. Yeah, you don't Bad. have to have seen Breaking Bad. So that, that's uh, that's good. Yeah, it's one of those things that if I had seen Breaking Bad, I probably would have uh, skipped it. Which I know sounds weird, but I'm one of those few people that hates prequels. I mean, I hate prequels because <laughs> they can never do anything original. They because can never do prequels? anything that's not <laughs> common, not canon. And eventually, you just run out of time and material. Yeah, like, that, I'm, will, that will happen eventually with the show, and I feel like they'll have maybe the same run as Breaking Bad, of like four or five. They've maybe got enough left for that, and then that will... Um, Fine nicely to Breaking Bad, but it, it's really working for me a lot, and uh, some of the cameos they've done have been really excellent, and the way they've been tying the stories up together, and uh, the way they ended the third season as well was uh, pretty jaw, jaw-dropping. Um, so yeah, that, that's uh, better close on. Was you good to say something else? No. Time? Okay. Um, number three is a show that I finished the second season for quite recently, uh, I Zombie. so that might, that might surprise some people, but... Uh, it's. I remember. I remember two, three years ago when the show started. I watched the trailer and I was like, "I will not watch this. This looks really stupid. Why is there a girl who eats uh, zombie brains and is a detective and turns into this weird version of a zombie?" And I thought it looked ridiculous. Um, and then I actually went and tried it because I actually started hearing some really, really good things about it. And then uh, Netflix picked it up because there wasn't actually. A UK broadcaster for the first two seasons. I think Netflix picked it up this year, and then they added the first two seasons because season three starts uh, next year in April. So I gave it a shot and absolutely loved it. <laughs> um, it was just a lot better quality quality than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just going to be some silly kind of attempt at a zombie comedy, but it's got a nice kind of um, buddy cop in a sense, or buddy detective type thing going on, um, and the way it handles its its weekly episodes with its overarching plot is excellent, um, it's one of the shows that, uh, see, this is the thing when you, I didn't binge watch it in a way of like watch three a day, I watched like maybe one a day, maybe one every other day, that sort of level of binge, and it really started to work momentum wise, and, um, I was really happy with the season 2 finale. Uh, but yeah, I just thought it was just going to be this really stupid, silly show that like would last a season and get cancelled. But um, its characters are really well written and well acted. Uh, the, the villains are really pretty cool as well. And the the anti-hero is really interesting as well. Um, you've got some interesting things going on with the main character and like how she goes about revealing herself as a zombie and like how she's trying to keep it quiet and like um, when she gets the visions or the things that are necessary for her cop detective stuff, it's really cool. Um, have you seen it? Oh yeah, I'm a big fan. I mean, I, it was it's based off of a comic, and I remember seeing it as an advert, and it kind of looked interesting. So obviously, the first thing I did was I went on Netflix, uh, went on IMDb, and looked up the actors involved, okay. and found out that the lead actress uh, Rose McIvan was actually in a season of Power Rangers. So I'm always oh, wow. interested yeah. in uh, characters who go to something like that and to see how they transition because most of them just kind of fall off the wayside. Mm. Yeah. Um, 
and it's had some pretty some pretty tense scenes as well and it's like it's not a CW show that like your kids could watch I don't think maybe young teenagers could watch this because it does have some violent gory stuff because obviously it and does involve it involves two different versions of zombies and uh, they're both violent in their own kind of way um, and both kind of gory in their own way but it's not like a flash which I, th- I feel like children could could watch would, would you agree mm-hmm. oh yeah it's definitely geared towards the uh, late teen market in terms of you know violence and themes and anything like that it's not for the the young at heart or the young yeah and it's strange in a way that I feel like it works for the I, I don't want to like shame these type of people or anything but like the CW teenage shipping type of people, where all they care about is who hooks up or gets together with who. Do you get what I mean? Like, like yeah. Like the teenage, we're going to go on Tumblr and like talk about who we think is cute together and that sort of thing. It's geared towards those people as well as people who care about a genuine like story. Not to say that they don't, but their focus is definitely more on like, is Daryl going to hook up with Carol, or is Liv going to get together with Major and this kind of stuff? Um, so, yeah, it, it's really good. Uh, number two on this list is uh, The Flash, a show that I feel is the most consistent superhero show, um, both DC and Marvel. Um, you, you can't compare that really to Avengers, because that's like it's a, a film. But I, I mean, in like mainly TV, in the TV universes that they have. Uh, I feel like it's the most consistent, it's the one with the best characters, although you have, like, Oliver coming in for episodes and stuff like that. Um, the show really surprised me, I remember, I think I started watching the superhero shows in, like, September last year, because I binged on um, Flash Season 1, absolutely loved it, and then Season 2 started, and then I watched Seasons 1 to 4 in the uh, you know, like the uh, holiday kind of Christmas break, what we're coming up to now. I watched seasons one to four of Arrow then, and actually caught up like a bit too quickly because they came back in March over here, and I was done by like January. So um, yeah, but I, I started in like September, I think. So I did, I did have a couple of months to get through quite a large section of, uh, of TV. Um, yeah, that, that's where I picked up from those, and that was another one that I I didn't think it was going to be as silly as what I thought iZombie was going to be. But I was like, is this going to be good? Is this going to be a show that sticks around and matters? And uh, turns out it, it has so far. So um, it, obviously we we do our flash podcast here, so we've we've given our thoughts on the flash and stuff. Let's uh, anything else to say? Uh, no, just to reiterate what I've said before on the on the uh, CW podcast. If you haven't listened yeah. to that. Um, I didn't get into the Arrow at all, but I got into the Arrow after I started watching Flash, and I was kind of a day one on it, and so I saw it, and, you know, uh, Stephen Amell had that cameo in the first episode of The Flash, Yeah, and he was in, he was in his Arrow, almost not quite Green Arrow, but Green Arrow by then, so so I kind of caught up to it, it's like I said before, I'm actually really glad that happened, because... I really didn't like the first season of Arrow. I thought it was way too murdery, way too, you know, rich people suck, business sucks, everybody sucks, <laughs> kind of a thing. Yeah. And it's not a show I would have watched past the, you know, the first five or six episodes. And I might mm. not have started watching The Flash if that was the case, because those are a connected universe, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
and, and then that was of course the year when uh, Supergirl and Legends started anyway, so I didn't have to catch up on those. Um, and number one, a show that I haven't mentioned yet, uh, which some of you may obviously question, is The Walking Dead, which, um, yes, it's had its bumps in the road, and it had two, two cliffhangers that people very much didn't like in the last season, I'm referring to season six. I can't really say this year because the, the Glenn stuff was last year. Uh, but a show that keeps pleasing me in the way that I want it to, a show that keeps telling the stories that I want it to in terms of adapting itself to its comic and myself looking forward to like the future of how they're going to adapt these future storylines from the comic to the show, that's always one of the most exciting things. Um, still got incredible characters, no matter, no matter what, you, what you say about the show, I, I feel like that's... That's the strength of maybe the show itself is because it's it is a character-driven show, and because you've got like these massive standout characters of people like Rick, Daryl, Michonne, Maggie, Carl, Glenn. These like really big, well-acted characters. Um, yeah, I don't know what, what more to say on Walking Dead. It's just or it remain my my favorite show. This may change next year when Twenty Four comes around because that's I do like Twenty Four more than Walking Dead. Um, not in a way that I think either is better, but as like, I don't know, just, it's just the way that, that's, that I've ended up choosing those, those two shows. Um, any thoughts? No, I mean, I, I need to rewatch the last season, uh, the last, you know, the mid-season break of The Walking Dead, because I saw it, but, uh, that was after the family Christmas dinner, and I had, uh, Little too much, if you know what I mean, and I don't completely remember <laughs> it, so I need to rewatch it and see where they went from there. Okay. Uh, but I am a fan of The Walking Dead. I do like the zombies in terms of they're they're just there as like a jump point. It's not like some shows where they're just you know millions and millions, and you're waving them down with guns and bullets. And it's not like mm. some shows to where um, they're just kind of there, but nobody ever cares anymore. Um, they're just used as uh, MacGuffins to either get rid of a character or to change the plot or to, you know, kick in a little bit of intensity. They're, they're more for a jump scare than anything else. And everything else yeah. tends to really focus on the characters and, you know, with Rick and everybody else. I guess the best way to describe it is that, um, like, if you're having a really good burger, the zombies would just be all the condiments. It would be the lettuce, the tomato, the pickles, the onions. They enhance the experience, but they're not right. the experience in and of themselves. Yeah. It wouldn't be the same show without the zombies, but they, they're not the focus of the show. At least not yeah. anymore. Um, they're, like, they are the background threat that is still a, a fairly big threat when they, when they can be. Like, you come across a horde of zombies, you're in trouble. Um, even though I've heard people say things like, you know, would it really be that hard to keep up zombies and stuff? But if you had like a horde headed towards your house, you'd probably have some trouble. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's my my top nine. I couldn't think of a of a tenth one. Um, so yeah, what what what's your list? Uh, well, I don't really have a list per se. Just I picked a bunch of shows that I watch that I knew you wouldn't bring up. Okay. Um, I want to do one quick honorable mention, uh, mm-hmm. which. Um, I didn't pick because, one, because I know that one of the shows I have on here is a first season, which is um, live on Netflix, but uh, Masters of None, I did really enjoy that as well, and I just wanted to throw that out there as a as kind of an honourable mention slash number 10 kind of thing. 
Um, and I thought like, it will push on with it with its second season. So I just wanted to throw it out as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what 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 uh, have you got? Well, the first show that I want to talk about is Lucifer. Have you seen any of those episodes? I haven't, but I've heard about it a lot. And uh, David, who does the Walk in the Podcast, is a is a big fan of that. So, um, well, yeah. the basic setup is is that uh, Lucifer gets bored of running hell, and so he runs a hedonistic kind of nightclub in L.A. Uh, the main actor is a guy named Tom Ellis. He's from your neck of the woods. He's from Cardiff. He's been in a lot of stuff, which is really weird that I've Did never heard of. Did you say Tom Ellis? Yeah, Tom Ellis. That name does ring a bell. I can't remember. He what was on called. a season of EastEnders. He did uh, The Passion, Harley Street, Monday, Monday. He was on a few episodes of The Catherine Tate Show. Okay, I, uh, I probably recognize him if I swear. Yeah, he did a season of Merlin. He did a season of The Fades, The Gate, The Secret of Crickerly Hill, Rush, Miranda... Uh, but I love his take on Lucifer. It's not, you know, an evil vengeance, you must be kind of a guy. It's more of a, I just want to have fun. What do you secretly want to do to have fun? What do you secretly want that would never have met? And this kind of rolls from there. Uh, I can't really say that I'm in love with the show because it's even, you know, halfway through season two, it hasn't decided what it wants to be. Because with the opening episode, uh, somebody gets killed, and you know he's like hugging somebody, and then somebody shoots the person that he's hugging. Obviously, him being the devil, he's immortal to you know human bullets. But the other person gets killed, and he yeah. kind of meets up with this uh, cop that doesn't have a partner because, of course, reasons. And mm. so he eventually becomes a consultant, kind of like I don't know if you've ever seen Castle. It's kind of like yeah. that a little bit. Uh, but they don't really focus a whole lot on the procedural cop thing, and that's kind of why I'm not 100% on it, because they bounce between a little bit of the cop stuff <coughs> and a little bit of the supernatural mystery and a little bit of the unrequited lust, as it were. Okay. But you um, can just tell... Yeah, I've heard some, some really good things uh, about it, and maybe one day I'll, I'll check it out. It, if, from what you've just described and from what I've heard, it... It feels a little bit like a finer version of Preacher, in in a sense. That would be a not inaccurate statement. I wouldn't go so far as to say like that. Like the just... devil sort of crazy stuff. Well, it doesn't really get into the crazy stuff. More, uh, It's one of those things that you kind of have to, to see it to understand it. But it's one of those things that Tom Ellis, you can tell, just loves playing the character as he's being directed to he just has so much fun and so ease with it he just oozes charm i don't know if you have anybody that's you know a mate that can just go into a bar and immediately just have you know every single bird in the bar just just fawning over him it's kind of like that in an effortless sort of way and he's just a fun character to watch okay yeah, I would definitely check it out during the break. You know, watch the first... If nothing else, watch the pilot. You'll okay. get a good I'll, sense of it I'll, with the pilot. I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, the next episode... next show I like to talk about is Blindspot. I don't know if that's even come back yet over there, but we yes, just hit the... about four weeks ago, I think. Um, yeah. Hit the mid-season break over here two weeks ago. Uh, still enjoy it. Uh, I think this is because they've really tightened up what they're doing, they're not focusing so much on it, you know, the tattoo of the week, more as the people behind the tattoo. 
Yeah. So they got the storyline uh, kind of centered down a bit. Yeah, I've enjoyed it as well. It's been it's been pretty good. Uh, it I still feel like it needs its momentum pickup, and that will probably happen in the second half of the season because. <laughs> Yes. Shows kind of tend to do that. Um, no spoilers, but yes. Yeah, so uh, that's, that's kind of where, where I'm thinking. It shows that uh, tend to use their first half as like some setup and stuff, and then they kind of kick things off in, in the second half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the other show that I am kind of got obsessed with really randomly, which I'd be really shocked if you'd have heard of it. Have you ever heard of the show The Curse of Oak Island? I haven't. <laughs> yeah, it's and I, the only reason why I say that is because I don't even know if you can get it over on your side of the country, of the world. Base it's a it's a pseudo reality show, um, and I always say pseudo reality show because reality shows on some level are never real. Uh, but what it is is there's an island off the coast of uh, Canada. It's called Oak Island. It's this little island that uh, kind of looks like an elephant if you look at it from an aerial view. And okay. for about 200 years, there have been various uh, treasure hunting expeditions. Um, okay. And it's one of those things that it's it, they're doing a show on it now because a couple of guys who are retired businessmen are just decided, okay, we're going to figure this shit out. Uh, but there has been articles going back... I want to the, at least to the 60s that I know of in terms of like popular consumption articles. Like there was a Reader's Digest article back in like 65. Uh, There's okay. a Rolling Stone article back in the early <coughs> 80s. Um, the, whole, the whole premise of the show is just what's going on because they found random treasure on this island. They found random clues on this island. They found a giant rock with a, a, a cipher coded on it that nobody's really been able to translate. Um, and there's all there's a million theories. Some people say it's like buried pirate treasure. Some people say it's buried Templar treasure. You know, the Knights Templar, uh, okay. the Crusade Order back in the 1300s. Uh, it's really kind of hard to describe. I kind of got into it because uh, so much of what I do as a work for the last few years has been digital. I mean, I worked four years doing work from home tech support. So I would go a whole work day and never see a human being. Uh, right now I'm an Uber driver, but and I do see and people. See too many human beings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, it's one of those things that they're there, but they're not there. I mean, sometimes they'll talk to you, sometimes they'll not. I really don't do anything physical. I don't create anything physically for my work. So I kind of got into a few of the uh, pseudo documentaries, pseudo reality shows, where it's just people doing stuff, and so it's all these. Because these guys on this island, you know, digging here, finding this, digging here, finding that, shows some history to it, so you learn a little bit of history. Mm-hmm. There's a giant mystery surrounding it, and it's one of those things that you never know what's going to happen. Uh, but I'm always interested. <coughs> cool. Alright. Yeah, I don't know okay, if History one, Channel who, does anything streaming. Over, over yeah, I don't know if History Channel does anything streaming-wise, either Netflix or Hulu or something like that. It's one of those things that it probably won't appeal to most people, but I'm always watching it. Yeah. Who, who, who has that show over there? Uh, it's called the History Channel. Ah, okay. Right. So that's why I don't know if it's even over on that side because it's not like a, you know, it's not like a CW show or it's not like a 
ABC, NBC, BBC, something like that kind of a show. It's a it's a cable only independent network. Okay. It's kind of like a Comedy Central or ESPN or G four back when G four was a thing. Uh, so you never know where it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What uh what other things did you have on your list? I'm still watching Supernatural. I think part of the reason why I'm watching it is because I did get into it from the start. I did start from season one, so it wasn't like I caught up backlogged or anything like that. I do mm-hmm. like that they're always keeping it fresh on some level, but they're always uh, you know, staying true to the fans. Uh, they did bring in... Uh, now i got to think of his name because I had his name and I can't think of it. Jeffrey... No, I didn't bow him and he was in the pilot. Um, no, no, not Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Although they did do a nod to his role on uh, Supernatural, because there's a scene where they, the kind of one of the characters is a '67 Chevelle, which is a great mid late '60s uh, muscle car, mm-hmm. and they keep weapons and everything in it. And there was a scene where he pulls out a bat with barbed wire wrapped around it. Uh, yeah, I do remember someone posted a picture online um, yeah. from Supernatural, and it had uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan in like a um, baseball outfit and stuff. But yeah. it, the baseball bat didn't have any barbed wire on it, and then it was like Supernatural tried to warn us. <laughs> yeah. Now the person yeah. I was trying to think of is uh, Mark Shepard. Okay. You would have seen him in pretty much anything nerd related. He was on. Uh, Warehouse 13, he was on uh, Leverage, White Collar, he did a couple episodes as Badger on uh, Firefly, but I know you haven't seen that. Unfortunately, I haven't. Well, how many episodes is there of Firefly? Because I could catch there's up just, with that. And there's just 14. That, 14. Yeah, you you can bang probably, it out on the weekend. Yeah. But how long are they? 42 or, or they're about Yeah, they're about normal hour long. Okay, I'll uh, try to uh, catch up with that. A couple episodes we'll, of Doctor we'll Who. We'll not catch up because uh, it's not on air anymore. But, uh, yeah. Did you ever see uh, the remake of Battlestar Galactica? No. Okay. Uh, he was 24. On 24, uh, he okay. was Ivan Erwich in the 2006 season. I do remember that name. I can't think of who that is. Like. Just just Google Mark Shepard okay. and yeah. pull up like I'll, an I'll, image of it. You you'll are. recognize it. Yeah. Um, but they brought him back as uh, Crowley. He's kind of like the king of hell. Um, and they, this season they are introducing a British version of kind of what they do, but they're not really clashing very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's always interesting thing with lore, uh, you know, mysticism, things like that. So there's always a way to keep it interesting and fresh. Cool. Yeah, I did start Supernatural, and then um, I will go back to it as well. But uh, yeah, but I mean, it's I 12... don't know if it's a show I'm ever going to catch up with because when you have 11 or 12 seasons and you have about 24 episodes in that is a lot of tv uh, yeah it, it's it's halfway through its 12th season and that is a lot of catch-up if you're starting from day one i mean if you watch an episode every single week for a couple of years then you would eventually like mathematically catch up because of the breaks and stuff because it's not on every single week it's on uh 24 weeks out of the year yeah, I mean, so, if you watched an episode that. a day, it would take you the better part of a year to get caught up. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe when I finish my Lost rewatch, I can slot that in where I watch Lost, so, yeah. 
Uh, so, so what else was in your on your list? Oh, uh, really? That's about it. I mean, I, everything else is you know CW related, so okay. that we cover on the other podcast. Do you have any particular favorite for the year? Uh not really. No. Um, I mean, Lucifer is really starting to get interesting um, with what they did with the cliffhanger for season two. Not the cliffhanger, the uh, mid-season break uh, cliffhanger for t- uh, season two. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting to see if they pick a direction and just run with it and go from there, or if they're going to just keep bouncing back and forth between the others. Yeah, uh, it's really curious, but it's still a good show, and it's one of those that I'll continue to watch it. So, mm. one thing I do want to catch up with before I hear it's on its final season is House of Cards next year. I uh, heard of it, never seen it. Okay, yeah, because I heard that's on its final season, although I. Heard that they were saying that last year or like the year before or something. So uh, we'll see if it's actually the final season. But uh, I'll try and catch up with that as well. I think that's coming back in like was it March or like the summer sometime. Yeah. Well, you never know spring. if it's a quote unquote final season and it jumps networks. Hmm. Which yeah. it could always do. I saw it advertised on uh, Sky Fox the other day. I was like, really? That's a Netflix exclusive. I mean, they did have. Uh, they showed that they had Breaking Bad as well in one of their box sets, but I was like, that's not, like, Netflix original. That's, like, you know, AMC and uh, Sony, so... Um, yeah, it might be one of those things that, you know, it's a corporate partnership, and they're, cor- they're partnered with somebody else, so they're going to try to do that and kind of mm-hmm. wiggle it in a little bit. Yeah, I don't think you'll start to see it low, so it'll just be, like, one or two things. You won't see, like, Orange is New Black and Daredevil and <laughs> all sorts of stuff like that. That's yeah. fine, but, uh, I, have they announced if they're going to do a third season of Daredevil yet? Yeah, I know everybody wants couple, it, but... Ago. Huh, okay. I just yeah. haven't seen any kind of release date for that. Although, uh, uh, which one is it? Uh, you got Iron uh, Fist. Iron Fist, yeah, got, Iron Fist. Yeah. That's still way too far away for me. It can't come soon enough. I can't wait to see that. I hear that's going to be in, uh, in March. Yeah, it's a long way away. Hmm. All right. Oh, uh, by the way, um, okay. I think I mentioned this on one of the other podcasts, but yeah, they I did find out that it is a legal thing that they can't say any of the the MCU characters' names. Ah, okay. That's why they never bring up Iron Man or Captain America. They just say you know the 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 freak or the flag waver or whatever. Hmm. For whatever for whatever stupid BS legal reason, they can't actually name them by names. Huh. Maybe maybe in the future we shall see what they do. Uh, but at least it's not as separate as the, the DC stuff where you have to yeah. have two Flashes and two Superman and all the other stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Again, head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk if you'd like to redeem a reward or just support us for a dollar a month. It's entirely up to you. Um, but thank you for listening anyway if you if you just, uh, just listen to the podcast. Uh, if you'd like to discover all the other stuff on the website, you can head over to entertainmenttalk.org. If you'd like to keep up to date with everything that we do, or any updates, because I do tweet updates as well, you can follow at eTalk2K on Twitter. Um, if you have any inquiries, any feedback uh, regarding anything in Entertainment Talk, you can send your email to entertainmenttalk at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you for DC tomorrow on Friday for the crossover episodes. See you then. Bye-bye. Goodbye.